three, two, one, roll the. Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm your host, Simon Severino, and my guest today is the CEO and founder of Moonroy, a team of experts specialized in multi-channel marketing and sales funnels. Welcome, everybody. Jaime Pasmino. Hey, how are you doing, guys? How are you doing, Simon? Thanks for having me here. Excited to have you here because you are a heavy hitter in funnel stuff. You know funnels. We have worked with you guys many years ago and I have learned the advanced funnels techniques that still today we profit from. So this is real stuff. This guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, we will dive deep into funnels because funnels can help us really... Um, make the difference uh, if uh, our companies su survive and thrive in the pandemic markets or not, right? Correct. So Jaime, what are you currently creating? Um, well, as you mentioned, we, we have, we're a team of experts and we pretty much work under um, a boutique agency model. So we, we work uh, as a done-for-you service. Um, we have a 90-day minimum program and we help pretty much info products and e-commerce clients, uh, e -commerce clients uh, scale their, their businesses, call it like a brand or an info product business. So that has been my main focus, I think, for the past 14 months. And that has been pretty stable at this moment. And um, we're currently creating a coaching program on how to help all the people that want to get started with a, an agency or any type of service that they want to provide online on how to put together a product, an offer, go out to the market and just sign your first client and go from zero to 10K. So I'm currently working on that coaching program. It's about to release, I think, on Q2 of this year. Um, that's like my baby project right now. Uh, and on the side, I'm also working on our uh, pretty much our own like Google Data Studio plus some coding to track your funnels to the millimeter. Has been a huge problem until now. Everyone is like, how are we going to track this funnel? Now Facebook is changing a lot of things. Like it's a big topic in the market and we want to bring a solution out there. So we're currently testing and we're offering that to our clients currently like a, like a funnel track platform but we want to make it open we want to want to share with the rest of the audience so i would say around q2 q3 there'll be a coaching program from moonroy on how to sell your services online as well as how to track your funnel super needed we spend i think two hours per week just fiddling all these numbers together in a spreadsheet and at the end it's it's we are never super satisfied with the way we we and and i guess many people many people uh, have yeah. this situation and, you know, years ago, when I when I worked with you on, I, I wanted just to learn the advanced funnel techniques. What is this funnel stuff? How to do it, etc. It was not priority one on, on our list in our, in our things. But now, many years later, many things that we did over the last years are not so important anymore. And this one piece that I learned from you, the main, the core funnel that educates, nurtures, creates trust and engagement. This is the one thing where everybody goes, when I ask them on the phone, why do you want to work with us? And they go, 
Simon, your funnel, I need this. I want to speak to people like you speak to people in this funnel. And it's just 35 emails with a technique that I learned from you guys. And that is just authentic communication, but in a very intentional, structured way. So this is so super helpful. Let's start from the basics. If somebody does not have any funnel, uh, how, do, how, do, how do you work with them? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, the, the basic things like you need to have, it's pretty much you need to offer value to your market, like go out to your market and literally offer value for free just not expecting nothing in return so offer that will be the first move you want to do is just put a piece out there you can call it a webinar you can call it an ebook you can call it a case study you can call it anything just a piece of content that solves a big problem in your market that people will pay for and you just go out there and give it for free right and what you're creating right there is like if this guy is giving that for free like how would it be even to work with them like how, how would be like the experience of being their client how, how would that even be you know so think about that piece that you want to put out there in the market that solve a big problem in your niche in your industry and give it away for free right and you might be thinking like yeah but if i give that for free they're never going to come as a client those all, all those objections are starting to come but as it has been proven over and over again it just puts you in the league of your own it gives you authority it just builds trust in your market right so after you put that and you promote it and you go to the market and say hey guys i have this solution that solves this problem and it's for free i'm just giving it away for you um they will pretty much give in exchange your their details so it could be like a name email and maybe a phone number but even if it's a name and an email that would be more than enough so that you have that asset that email and now it's the second part of the funnel right and it's where you start building trust authority and um, build a relationship with them um, in order to bring them to either a call or a sales page or a membership site wherever it is right remember this is a complete stranger which you just broke the first barrier by giving them something for free in exchange of their details and now that you have your details you don't want to spam them or be salesy and just go and like buy now buy now buy now but continue building that relationship over time and then present them the right product at the right time it's just like dating you know we always put it like imagine dating you know you go to a bar and like it's not that you're engaged you, you propose marriage on the first date but you just like ask for the whatsapp number and you have a second coffee and a, a dinner and just like have multiple touch points that makes you build authority and bring the person into your world one thing i learned from you in in that three months where we worked together was pick them up where they are at their bus stop so they have a belief right now about your offer and it might be that i don't need this i can do it myself whatever the belief is proactively go there and so first email is about that belief proactively get talk about that with them and engage in a conversation then second email the next belief third email the next belief and we build that it 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 works really well and now it is it is the heart of our marketing system it, it is probably the most important piece if i could only pick one that's the one funnel 35 emails in 35 days and what we can do now on top of it we do joint ventures with cool people that serve our same audience but have different solutions to different pain points of the same people mm -hmm. and now we promote them and they promote us and that's how we we grow the email list uh 
and and it's super um, filtered people. So they come with some trust already uh, yeah. in the thing. Um, what are your what are your tips for people uh, who have started now with the funnel? How can they improve it? What are the yeah. So first of all, you need to, and that, that's why we're building this, this like tracking system. You need to track every single part. So there are pretty much three parts of the funnel, top of the funnel, which is like the traffic you're putting in. You want to know how much it costs you to acquire an email, how much it costs you to jump on a call with a person, right? You want to know these metrics so you can reverse engineer the process. So first look at how much it, it's costing you to get people in there. Maybe it's for free because you're having joint ventures just like yours and the cost, it's not like a monetary cost, but it's a time investment cost, right? So you want to know how much it costs you to put people in this funnel. Then you want to know how are people reacting to your message? Is, is that like been relevant for them? Is that, is that like, is your message resonating with them? And the way to look at that is by looking at your open rates in case you do emails and your click rates as well, right? So you wanna, you wanna know that, you wanna know what's happening in this middle part. You know how people are interacting with your message. And lastly, in the bottom of the funnel, you wanna know, okay, my top of the funnel, my cost per acquisition of people, it's, it's okay, I can pay for that. People are engaging with myself. Now, how I'm gonna convert them? How I'm gonna turn these, um, like call it strangers or like just getting to know people into paying customers, people that pay you for your service. So you wanna know what's your conversion event there? Like, where are you gonna close these people? Is it a call? Is it a webinar? Where is that happen? And what's the closing rate there? So if you know these three steps, these three pillars, you can just work on improving them, right? And work on improving them, but you cannot scale what you cannot measure. So I would always say, look at the numbers, understand the numbers, and then start from that base and improve them step by step. One question that is often discussed in our community and we also discuss in the team, should the funnel go directly to a call and we try to close in one or two calls? Or has the funnel to go via webinars, via lead magnets, et cetera? Or should we always have a direct funnel and an, an indirect one via webinar, via other thing? What's your experience? That's super interesting question because lately um, I was testing something that uh, a friend of mine um, coined the name the zero friction funnel. And the zero friction funnels, you just skip all these email sequences and on all that. And pretty much you bring them again, they will always need to pass through a valuable content piece, right? So in my case, my favorite thing is case studies. I think case studies in general is the new webinar kind of series. And the reason why is like, just imagine like you, are, you create a case study on how you help X achieve Y. And you're going to the market and saying, hey, I help this person go from here to here. And if you target well your audience, you're presenting them to the exact same roadmap they wanna go. And you don't, you're, you don't even presenting, like it can be an interview of someone saying how he went from zero to hundred with yourself. And that can be a case study. And this grabs massive attention. Like really like we have compared webinar versus case study and the conversions has just like skyrocketed when we pass to a case study format. So going, to your, going back to your question, um, first of all, it really depends on your offer. Like, are you selling a high ticket or a low ticket? Second of all, like if it's involved, like, is there a call involved or not? 
And third of all, if you know, if you answer the two previous one, test it, right? Uh, create this, you can have like a full funnel and a zero friction funnel and see what's converts, what converts best. Like there's nothing like all of the things are assumptions and, and so we test and we put the numbers on the screen and we say, you know what, like this is working best. Like there is no ultimate funnel. And, and I think that's what a lot of people make the mistake. They're like, ah, oh, this guy, I have this amazing funnel. I'm going to copy paste it into my system. That's going to work I ideally. Like it's, it's not like that in the end. Like you need to really tweak it and see what makes more sense for your ideal client, what experience you want to offer in order to become like a paying customer. What's the fastest somebody can get numbers and know, okay, this is working, this is not working? Because we track every seven days with a, a manual putting together from everywhere and then in a spreadsheet. And, and it takes us three to four weeks to really know what's going on. And sometimes we are like, there must be a faster way to know if this is working. Uh, what, what have you seen in terms of minimum time where the numbers are so clear that you say, okay, this is a winning funnel. This is not a winning funnel. Yeah. So again, it, it depends on the length of, of your funnel, right? So there are funnels that takes, for example, yours 35 days or 35 emails. So until people haven't complete that, we won't be able really to tell like some sort of or like accurate data but in our case we specialize on paid advertising right that's that's where our like in between the whole funnel structure we 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 enter and like really dig into the paid traffic part and for paid advertising call it youtube call it facebook instagram or, or google um we take two weeks that's like our minimum uh type of time frame to make uh, clear assumptions on how much is our cost per lead, how, how good is our retargeting working, and how, is, how much is costing us to acquire a call for our clients. So in a two-week framework, we at least have a, a clear pattern of what's working, what's not working, and we can have like a, like a final visualization of what can we expect in the next two weeks. So I would say from our end, as Moonroy with our team, in within two weeks, we typically give already like a like a final visualization of what's happening in your business. This is so relevant. Uh, I was really thinking in the last weeks, the the two things that I really underestimated and and now think are absolutely crucial in our business are the funnel and the copywriting. So what do you what you write in the funnel and how you structure the experience, the flow of it. Um, and I think these are so these parts are so vital and I didn't know how vital they are. And uh, and I'm so curious who you pick for the strategy award after one word from our sponsor. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free master classes. Go grab them at strategiesprints.com. Yes. And everybody is zigging. This person is zagging. Who do you pick? I I will pick like one of my mentors, and he has been or haven't had a huge impact uh, on my business as well. His name is called Iman Gaji. He's a business owner and agency owner as well from UK, and he has not only built like a extremely successful and streamlined agency with a team of three or four people. I think he's generating around seven figures per per year and also built his uh, coaching program on how to start and scale your agency. But he has just diversified his portfolio so much 
in terms of um, investments of what he has generated with his agency. So his agency was just the en engine to get started. Then he go into his coaching program. Um, now, even in, I mean, his coaching program, which is about like building your agency, but we're talking about like cryptocurrency even, and how you can just like expand your portfolio. And I think where, like, whereas in other like coaching programs or mentorship programs that I have been, where like everyone is like, sticking to their like same process and saying no this is what works for me this is what works for me he has been like constantly changing like constantly changing things and this whole funnel marketing game is about adapting to change you know so when the pandemic happened like uh, we immediately came up with a with a like COVID-19 uh, secure your client approach right and and then uh, when the COVID like start to drop down how to get back with a new message and every time we speak it's just like everyone's doing this thing and everyone's sticking to their own routine. Let's go the other way and let's try a different angle. So I would say like Iman um, has definitely been like a huge impact for myself. And I think like he's always questioning the masses and just uh, asking like, why are they doing that? And questioning they're probably doing the wrong approach. They're, they're probably not doing this. Um, like there, there must be a better way of doing things. So, and, and that made me really rethink myself, like why everyone's doing one single approach and why everyone's doing things that way. For example, why everyone is putting people into 30 email sequence when you can just bring into a call and offer the same value in the call. And that creates a zero friction funnel. Uh, why not, you know? And we proved that and that worked for our client, one of our clients. So yeah, I will, I will nominate Iman um, as that person. Beautiful. What are three books that shaped you most? Um, well, I think one of the books that I read last year, uh, even though I knew the content in there already, uh, I think like the way it was explained, it was just like majestic. It was Sell Like Crazy by Sabri Subi um, from Australia. So that was a big book for myself. Um, another one in my early marketing years, and if you're wanting to get into funnels and understand more of what's happening here, Dotcom Secrets by Russell Branson is a great book as well. Uh, it just explains it step by step, like how to bring people to your website and then convert them down the line. And about sales, which is a topic that I'm very passionate about, uh, Influence by Robert Caldini, also a huge book, how to influence people and um, how to just influence in, in a positive way because you can also influence in a negative way and really understand if you, you can help them achieve what they want. So I would say inf uh, Influence by Robert Caldini, .com Secrets and Sell Like Crazy. I recently uh, also listened to the new one by Robert Cialdini, which is called Pre-Suation. Yeah. Also very, very strong audiobook. It's more academic, more it's, but it's full of research and of numbers. It's also beautiful on how you sell before you sell, how to yeah. frame the whole thing. Beautiful. Yeah, and that's a concept I really like. And also, like, one of the concepts I picked up from one of these books is uh, sell like a doctor. And sell like a doctor means when you go to a doctor, the doctor is never giving you the prescription before asking you the right questions and knowing you, you know, what do you feel here and what do you feel here and what do you feel here? And he's not just giving you the pill when you enter and pass the door, but he's really asking the right questions. And in the end, like, in the end of the whole like um, appointment, he's like, okay, here's what you need to do. 
And if you sell like a doctor, if you enter a sales room just with this like mindset, everything changes, you know, like your, your potential client just feels way smooth sales, your sales pitch at the end is going to be way better. Your closing rate is going to increase and you're going to sell the right product to the right person if you can help them. So selling like a doctor is a huge term um, and concept that I took from uh, sell like crazy by Sabi Subi. And I have been implemented in my business and it has really made an impact on how we close deals these days. Absolutely. If you say I want an aspirin, you you never get an aspirin. They they immediately think, okay, this is what they want. I will find out what they need, and then we meet in between. <laughs> exactly. Same yeah. concept. Absolutely. So Sabri Subri, by the way, I, I love his emails. I read them every every time I get them. They're wonderful. So this is one of my examples on on, on how to study amazing copywriting who who are copywriters that that you find inspiring good good newsletters or emails that you that you read with pleasure yeah sure so definitely sabri is one of them uh i think his his um his copy is just right to the point is very friendly and he's not like going around or, or or doing anything like that um another one actually I saved recently some some emails um, because they were so good. Um, I cannot find the name right now, but I think in Founder Magazine, I also really like their their angle of writing and telling the stories and how they they approach things. I think they do a great job there. Um, and then yeah, I think th those are my, my two favorite ones. They're both from Australia, actually, Sabri and also Nathan Chan, CEO founder. Um, I love that. I love the, the language they use and just like how smooth it is to read their emails and how, how, how tiny it is. Another approach I really like is like people now sending me an email, very short, just like, hey, Jaime, I just uploaded a new video on YouTube about this. And they just link me to the YouTube video. Uh, like the email is just an invite to go watch a video. And I just, what will take me like five minutes or three minutes right, reading the email and maybe like scrolling a couple of times, I just go to YouTube and in two minutes, um, it's just a better format to consume content, I guess. So I really see a shift, a transition of using email to promote just like a video. And your newsletter now is just like, yeah, it's a new YouTube video out there, go and check it out. And you have a multiple benefits there. First of all, like people just, the click rate is higher because like email's very, very short. And second of all, you're bringing people to different platform, you're, you're engaging there and probably you're growing your YouTube channel as well as you grow your email list. So I really like that angle and my, myself with our agency, um, soon we're gonna follow as well with your new YouTube channel, that angle where like newsletter becomes just like a video and uh, the email is just to inform that there is a new video out and invite them to watch that. These are the most clicked uh, in, in, in my 35 emails. The most clicked are the ones that say, hey, I made a video for you. It's on LinkedIn. And then they go on LinkedIn and then we have a conversation there. And another one goes to YouTube and another one goes to Facebook. And um, these are really the best ones. I guess video is, is appropriate for our times. It's, it's, it's real. It's raw. It's... Uh, it has all the senses, it's always entertaining. What is it about video that people like more than reading? I mean, a um, couple of years ago, I had like I heard a phrase saying like, also, 
if video is king, audio is queen. And that, that really like sounded me and was like, yeah, I mean, like just imagine that, right? So we have transitioned from a place where people used to read a lot, read a lot of newspapers, you know, my, my dad or your dad or your grandpa, people just had to read a lot and go through in through, in through like mailbox and uh, newsletters and like paperwork and so on. And then the world starts to go faster and faster and faster and you have less and less and less time. Right. And now you are in a position where I don't want to read. I want someone telling me, you know, like audiobook, you have the perfect sample with appreciation, right? Probably you, you have that audiobook like in weeks and or, or days. Maybe to read the whole thing would have taken you a month because you're busy with your business and so on. So I think people just consume it's it's an easier way to consume content. Also, uh, I think our our, our, our senses like consume better when you see someone uh, expression wise and also auditive wise, it's just easier to consume. And that's why everything is changing towards video. Like YouTube has gone, it's, 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 you know, the second biggest search engine in the world and it's video. So soon it's going to take over for sure. Um, that's already projected to take over, uh, over Google as a, as a, as a, as a like, it's a text um, search engine. So we have seen like increasing huge amounts of on the on the video side and also audio. Would you just see like Clubhouse new app being launched last year? Um, and what's the goal here? Like if you if you just look like first podcast starts to increase and then these guys go out with a new app, new social platform, which is audio based. And everyone is there and everyone's is loving it because what, what are people doing? They're they're working. And instead of listening to the radio, they just listen to like a podcast or they're just in a, in, in a conversation. So again, these two things, the combination of audio and video, and also that's a an, next thing, sending emails to your podcast, sending emails, hey, I just launched a new podcast episode. You can, re you can listen to it here. Um, and that will have the same effect as video, right? So I think the combination of both makes a massive impact. Um, it's not the future, it's the present, uh, and soon probably it's gonna become uh, already passed. I'm, I'm curious about your clubhouse perspective because in the last days, you know, ton of friends calling me, hey, Simon, let's make a mod group. Let's make a club on clubhouse. And I was very reluctant. Then I spent a couple of days there and I have to say, sure, it's, it, it is entertaining. And uh, being half an hour there and being active in conversations, I go back to Instagram, which is linked there. And I have 50 people more on, link, on Instagram. So I see how it can work. On the other side, I see also the amount of time that one has to put in because if you listen to the radio all the time while working, how deep of a work is it? How good are, is your copywriting going to be or the book that you are writing if, if you are half there? So I'm really interested. Mm. Where do you see it is going? Um, I mean, a lot of people use it while going to work. I mean, maybe like while working is not the best example, but like in the metro. Uh, in your car, you know, there are people that take one hour to go to work and come back every single day, you know, and people yeah. are not reading. Yeah, and people are not reading anymore, you know, they're just putting their headphones, 
putting in that channel that they like, listening to a podcast, entering a conversation or something like that. What I really like about like Clubhouse is like you can be in rooms with very big people. Like for example, the other day I was in a room with Grant Cardone. Like I would have never ever in my life have access to Grant Cardone if I wouldn't have been in that uh, room and I would have entered into the panelists and start like debating in, in this room with other people. So it really gives access like to people like that in my opinion, you would have never accessed before, it would have been very, very, very hard to access. Now you have this like open room conversation just going on and, and you can just jump in and um, yeah, just drop some value or just get some value from them and uh, really interact and build a very, very strong um, network. I think it's a great way of building network. And also, like you said, like, let's build a room, let's build like this and that. Um, to be honest, I'm not the guy that spends like, hours in in social platforms like i literally block my phone from from uh, like from the morning until lunch i check my things and then in the afternoon um i'm very small actually in social network because my focus is is, is on shifting on shifting things but but you can see you can see the change of of going into audio and i think everything is about saving time everyone's so busy and everyone's running so fast that like whatever content you can consume the fastest way it, 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 it's going to perform better. And that's why video was best. And now audio is also taking their space in, in the marketing world. Absolutely. And there are many, many positions, many job roles that like to listen to the radio while working because you can do it with 20% of your brain capacity, like uh, some, some lists or some activities in accounting, for example, I can imagine that you can do while you listen to something. And so I, I did this experiment and I, I did a couple hours um, clubhouse while I was doing my weekly review. And the first part of my GTD weekly review is just, you know, all the expenses and all the paperwork and see what's current and what's not current. It's boring for me. Yeah. So I had my phone beside me and I was two hours on clubhouse and I had a good time. I have to say it was an amazing training in in impro in uh, in in debating because i went into topics where where i know i can contribute like sales or scaling up and etc and i immediately raised my hand and then waited what happens and so i i had to i had to quickly respond to stuff and it was fun because it kept me on my toes and that weekly review was less boring than other weekly reviews yeah and yeah, no, I agree. So I think there are two main skills that you acquire while you're doing there. First, as you say, debate. It's like there is no podcast or questions beforehand or nothing like that. You just like go raw and like literally enter a debate. And the second one is um, the moderators. So once you are a moderator, you can like open and close the mics and you need to moderate a room. And when there are hot topics, to be a moderator can be damn hard. And you guys, you run the science sprints and you know how important is the role of the moderator in a workshop or in a sprint. So you organize all these people with so many ideas, how you bring them to a final end and like to, 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 to the sprint. How, how do you complete the sprint? So I think like, um, it's it's a huge like skill uh, ad set to know how to moderate the room, how to get into conclusions, how to pass the mic to other people and how to keep things rolling and just like moderate a room with full with ideas and new people wanting to bring new things in the table. 
And in terms of funnels, what I experienced is it's so important how you use your bio in Clubhouse. Be because whatever connections you have there and, and magic happening, you will only convert it into, um, into business if you get them get the relation going outside of Clubhouse. So one thing is to link your Instagram or Twitter account directly in the bio. Also in the bio is really vital if you make it clear what they can get from you. And yeah. I, I see even people playing with lead magnets, like come in here and the free masterclass there and da da da. So and 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 then you can you can either get them directly into your your email because at the end that's again the heart of everything. And and e even if you have a huge Instagram account, I, I don't think that means a lot in terms of business. I had one conversation a couple of weeks ago with a huge Instagram um, guru with to tons tons uh, of of audience. And then we discussed collaboration. Okay, let's cross promote each other. And then I said, look, this product, if, if you put it on your Instagram, that you're going to explode. And, uh, and he said, well, no, 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 let's go with the email funnel. It's much smaller, but that's where the magic happens. So at the, at the end, the email, the email is still the core. Do you think email is here to stay still? Um, sorry, I was muted. Yeah, um, yeah I was saying email, he, he, it's here to stay because the main difference between like an email address and a follower is that email is an asset. What does that mean? With an email, you can send emails, of course. You can create an audience on different platforms to target. Um, you can, you know, you can find them, that person with the email on pretty much anywhere on the internet by putting the email. So it's an asset that you will retain for a long time and yeah, you will just leverage it. Whereas like a follower, first of all, you don't know if that's real or not. You don't know if he's engaged or not. You don't know if he's interested or not. Maybe he just like your image, but does he knows what you're even doing? Like, does he even knows what, what you're offering to them? So I, I think like email here is here to stay. Email has been, it's not a new thing. Nothing in the market has, um, has like go or has, banned email or, or uh, leverage email email has still been there you call it instagram you call it twitter you call it clubhouse you call it whatever like email has still been leading that conversion area and and where where the magic happens is, as you said um so i think like having a, a solid email list and then the second part of of the whole game is paid advertising like organic organically to post and all, all these things yeah it's great for your branding but for me, when you when you bring marketing into numbers, it's with paid advertising. Once you know how to make your paid advertising work, it's, 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 the world is yours, pretty much. You can open new markets, launch new products, uh, have a multi-language product or business. There are no barriers. Like now, you can you know you can launch a product in Japan within 24 hours. You know you can you're in Austria. I can I can build like a brand in Austria uh, just by with paid advertising. So I think the combination of paid advertising with good emailing, um, it's the, it's the, the, the main pillars for scaling your business. I have found one way this, this year to grow my email list. That's joint venturing, going together with yeah. other same audience, different solutions and saying, Hey, let's cr cross promote each other. That's, that's amazing. Uh, 
terms of paid ads or uh, can we use paid ads to to build our email list or what what would you uh, tell people how to build their email list yeah sure so there is let's say the fast lane and there is the not so fast lane so um i would say like in the fast lane we have two angles one would be paid advertising which is creating this amazing piece of content um, that solves a lot of problems or a case study and bringing people into there um, and get an email around for i don't know let's say one euro to two euro per email per relevant email at least that's the standard we get with our with our clients um after going through a survey and like valid email, a valid lead. Um, and the second angle with going in the fast lane is to having, um, just as you say, you know, like um, ventures with other people in your same industry where you can just collaborate and um, and, and cross, cross promote each other. What's the thing? Like if you're getting started, probably your network is not as strong or your brand is as strong to get cross promoted with other people, right? So um, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure like, when you just started strategy sprints, you were in, in a different position where you cannot reach out to X guy and say, hey, let's cross promote each other because like the, the mutual benefits just not the same. And so then your other option would have been, hey, I'm gonna pay for that. And once I build my reputation with paid advertising, then I go to a, a venture, you know, and I say, hey, my I have like 20, 25,000 people on my email list, they're relevant. Now let's do that cross promotion we were talking about, right? So. I think like paid advertising and it doesn't need to be huge, like just to put in yourself constant, it needs to be more constant than, than like aggressive. I think like if you're constantly putting your content out there with paid advertising, eventually your list is going to grow and this is going to open many, many other possibilities. And then the second lane you can take, which is not so like the slowest lane would be with organic content. So uh, create a blog post and go into the um, keyword game and then like start creating content, promoting it and getting people into there. Um, to be honest, in my opinion, or at least what we do is paid advertising. Um, that's where our focus is. And I think the magic of that is that once you know how much it costs you, again, to acquire a lead, a call and to close a client, you just keep reinvesting in that machine. So maybe it costs you for the first month investment, but then it's just like reinvesting that money that you got out from there and putting it again into paid advertising and again and again and again. And um, it just accelerates the whole process. Should we have many platforms like Google and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn running to to be differentiated or should we put everything on one and optimize 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 yeah so that's a, that's a great question and um i think you need to you need to know in which dance floor to dance so it depends what if first it depends are you selling products or are you selling service right because that, 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 that's the first question, like, I, or the first filter when someone speaks with us, we ask, like, what, what are exactly you selling? Um, and then the second one, if you're selling service, are you selling an info product or are you selling a high ticket, right? Uh, and then after analyzing everything, you, you want to know the two platforms where your ideal client spends most of their time. Right. Typically in e-commerce, it would be Facebook slash Instagram. And typically for high ticket services, it would be LinkedIn is, is where the CEOs or decision makers for high tickets spend their time. Right. So we will typically make this differentiation and we work in blocks. So we we're an omni channel like team and, and we know how to move in different platforms. 
but we work in blocks, meaning if we work, we start working with a client and we start working, promoting um, paid advertising on, on Facebook slash Instagram, which is the same, um, until we don't crush the numbers there and we don't understand, we don't move into the next platform. So working in blocks means start with one, make it work, really understand what's happening and make it work consistently. It's not like one week it worked, the next week it didn't work, one week it worked and it was just lucky. No, make it work consistently for at least three months. And once you have that machine working, move into, the, into the, your second platform. So cool, Jaime. So everybody, if you want to improve your funnel or if you don't have a funnel and are starting out with paid advertising, go to Jaime Pasmino, Edmund Roy. These people are legit. They know their numbers. They have enough experience. They are doing very good work. And uh, let's find out with them what the right channels are and how you can improve them week by week, month by month. Jaime, where can people stick around to read more about you? Sure. So you can go to moonroy.com, um, moonroy with double O, moonroy.com. You can just hit us there. Um, literally, the page will take us to apply into a, a discovery call with us after like completing a couple of questions. So that would be the fastest way to just understand. Jump on a call with us, see if we can help you or not. We would just tell you straight on um, either we can help you or not. And yeah stick into the into email or connect with me in linkedin with jaime pasmino um i spent quite a lot of time on linkedin actually it's a platform that myself personally i enjoy the most and yeah we can connect on either or both platforms who should be my next guest your next guest let's see i think it should be something from vienna from from austria maybe like a co co-national body and I really like um, a guy called Patrick Wind. And Patrick Wind, he, he lives here in Barcelona. He's the CEO of the Ads Accelerator Academy. It's a, like academy on how to start with Facebook ads and run ads. And he was nominated Forbes 30 under 30 uh, a year ago or two years ago. Um, he really knows his games in terms of um, paid advertising, but also on how to start and scale your info product and coaching business. So yeah, I will hit you guys up together with Patrick. He's from, from Austria as well, but he lives in Spain, speaks English, German, Spanish. He's a very funny guy. And I think he will be a great value for your audience. It's so cool how the world is, is, is small. We are so connected, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you Jaime, for being here on the show, sharing your, your journey, your wisdom with us. Viva España. Viva España. Come back soon. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.